Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Rogers shall rise yet again. Is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Steelers fan here to remind you not to trust the preseason results. And with me, as always, is AJ, Puka ain't right back, Marchese. Mm, amen. Today, we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week one of the NFL season. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Brad Holmes, the Detroit Lions GM. We all criticized for the way he attacked the draft. Look at him now. He's having the last laugh. Ha <laughs> NFL Week 1 Rookie Superlative, starting with the rookie quarterback rundown, where last year we felt like pretty short on quarterbacks. This year we might have too many. Not quite yet, but three's a good number. Let's let's keep it there, hopefully. Agreed. I don't need to be breaking down Will Levis games. <laughs> um, and let's start with the number one draft pick, Bryce Young out in Carolina. AJ, you had the game. He went 20 of 38, buck 46. Touchdown, two picks, and finished with a 48.8 rating against the Falcons. Yeah, uh, I think the numbers kind of speak for themselves. It wasn't a super impressive performance for for Bryce. Um, Really, honestly, there's not a lot to write home about here. Like, he, they kind of just kept the reins on him. It was, I think he attempted one deep shot, and that was later in the game and it was kind of like he just overthrew um marshall a little bit it was really just a lot of him getting the ball out quickly um short throws very very blood game plan and i will say like he looked poised he looked cool he looked calm he looked collected like he looked good in terms of that but like he got the ball ball out in time i thought the offensive line did a really good job for majority of that game um it was just a very blah um, game plan, short throws. And I, I do think, like, ball placement-wise, he, he wasn't terrific. There was a few throws that were, like, behind guys. Some of them were caught. Some of them were not. It was it was not it was not a very exciting first performance for um, for Bryce Young. But I will say that, like, I, I think weapon-wise is going to be the big issue because there's just not a lot going on there. Mingo was kind of meh. His first game, they had one nice connection where it was just like a comeback on the sideline. Good throw from Bryce Young. Good catch from Mingo. It was a good play, good route. Um, <clears throat> other than that, though, it was like not not great. And then you get the two intercepts. Like, oh, let me, okay, let's do positive first. The touchdown, it was just a little flat route for, from Hayden Hurst on the goal line. Hit him quick, easy touchdown, right? The picks weren't good. The picks are the one thing that, like, I mean, ooh, shocker. Really concerning, though. Um, it, the, his first interception was on the second drive. Um, Jesse Bates, baby. Read him perfect. It was just like a little in-breaking route. Um, great play from Bates. Tough, like, I, I, I get I get Bryce Young making that throw. Seemed very nothing. Bates made a great break on the ball. Um, Hurst looked open. You know, no big deal. First interception, get it out, you know, get it out from under you. My issue is the second interception came, and it was like almost identical. It was a third down, pretty much the same thing. A little in-breaking route. Bates was sitting on it. 
Um, but this time, like, Bates was, was much more clearly in position to make this play. Um, he jumped it. It was easy. Way worse of a play for Bryce Young. Um, I don't know how he didn't see him that time, didn't learn from that first mistake. That's not a great trend to start with, right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was really not, not – like, he had one nice scramble for 16 yards on a third down. Again, I think he looked the part in terms of, like, you know, he, cool, he's ready. It just was very bland and – um, fixing the ball placement, not, 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 you know, fi- fi- figuring out where Jesse Bates is on the field is, this is a good way to start. Um, but yeah, I think the pieces, you know, just him being cool enough, him, him having enough of an offensive line, the run game looked pretty good overall too, I thought, um, is there, they, they did a lot of stuff with a pistol, which I, I don't know. They didn't do, they didn't get creative though. It, like, it, it makes sense, but it just, I don't know. It was just a very blah, boring game plan from him with a couple bad throws, and uh, nothing to really get excited about. Like to see them like, at, like I feel like they got to go over the top earlier next week. You know, um, against the Saints, Monday night, put on a show. But at the very least, you know, like soften up the underneath stuff. Because if you're not if you're not a threat to throw over the top, they're just gonna sit underneath all night, right? And you're not gonna get anything going. That said, I thought they could still run the ball like I, like I just said. So boring first game for Bryce Young. Um, it can only get better from there. I think so. I will say, respect to the Panthers, Texans, and Colts, they were not shying away from throwing a lot. All three yeah. quarterbacks threw at least 37 passes. Yeah, no, that's impressive. It, again, it was Bryce Young's <laughs> maybe 37 air yards combined, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had the, the worst of the trio. I had the other two. Um, and I will say C.J. Stroud was the best of the trio. Homer, um, yeah. Yeah, well. Uh, especially given what was around him. The Texans' offensive line didn't do him a ton of favors. It's not like Houston has a bunch of world-beating offensive playmakers. Um, but Stroud, the number two pick out of the Ohio State, finished 28 of 44, 242, added 20 on the ground, and caught a pass. Um, overall, he was just like, I think, kind of what you expected. Like, kind of a robot. He... Um, wasn't spectacular but he looked like he belonged he kept kind of the offensive rhythm the offensive line was not not very good and he was under pressure a lot i thought he did a pretty good job extending plays when he had to one of his best um out of structured plays was called back for a hold but he he broke a free rusher's sack and scrambled to his left on like third and three found an open receiver um and he looked really good on the play action stuff. Bobby Slowick, obviously being a Shanahan disciple, uh, lots of play action in their offense. Over the middle, he was laying the ball really well. Just kind of, I don't know. He, he, he I, I, I know it's one game, and he played arguably the best team of the three in the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and I just thought he looked like, oh, this guy's going to be fine in the NFL. He might not be a top 10 quarterback, mm-hmm. but he could be. But he's going to be Kirk Cousins at worst was kind of my takeaway. I think, like, coming to the draft, you can kind of get the vibe that, like, he's kind of that player. But if you put the right pieces around him, then well, he can become, you know, in, more of that top 12 or so range, right? Yeah, and he was feeding Nico Collins and Robert Woods, both of them doing good work over the middle. And and um, just like he kept the offense on time, he's getting the ball out quick. He was pro- getting through his progressions quickly. Like, he was, like, a worse quarterback would have been sacked ten times in this game. He's only mm-hmm. sacked five times. Um, but and, and this was with no running game, and, like, they don't have a dynamic playmaker. Like, Robert Woods isn't what he used to be, and Nico yeah. Collins has never really lived up to it. Um, Gotta get Tank involved next week, baby. Tank in the second half had a a couple nice plays. Um, But yeah, no, I came away with like, this was a very good and promising performance for C.G. Stroud, especially given the circumstances. Um, Anthony Richardson, on the other hand, who 24 of 37, 223, a score, a pick, uh, 10 carries uh, for 40 yards. Um, obviously got hurt kind of at the end there. But he had the Colts in this game against the Jaguars, who obviously were a AFC playoff team last year. And it was kind of the Anthony Richardson experience of him making some wicked throws, him uh, avoiding the rush so well, extending plays, not just tucking and running. Like, 
using his legs to remain a passer and avoid uh, pass rushers and and navigate muddy pockets. The interception like wasn't a bad decision. He just didn't put enough loft on it. Um, and Tyson Campbell kind of like he he didn't layer it over Tyson Campbell quite enough. Uh, to I think it was Moali Cox on the sideline and Tyson Campbell just picked it, but like it wasn't a bad decision. So it was a bad throw, but not a bad decision, which I think I would take over a bad decision. Um, it was super promising. I thought Shane Steichen did a really good job utilizing him in the run game too. And keep in mind, like he's supposed to have Jonathan Taylor back there relieving pressure, mm-hmm. and he did not have that obviously and well, and Deion Jackson and, like yeah Deion Jackson averaged 1.1 yards per carry Evan Hall got hurt pretty quickly and mm. and put on IR Jake Funk came into the game like Anthony Richardson had to put the team on his back he he had an instant connection with Michael Pittman as well which was great Josh yeah. Downs who only finished with three for 30 but like looked really good at times um I will say Alec Pierce like no showed completely mm-hmm. um I would, so I would say coming out of this game, I think Anthony Richardson's going to be a one of the most entertaining quarterbacks uh, at some point. Maybe it'll take a couple of weeks for him to kind of get in a rhythm. Hopefully the Colts find some someone to be their running back. Um, and, and with C.J. Stroud, it just felt like a really high floor pro quarterback performance. Like they're both, I'm, I'm feeling good about both of them. Yeah, I don't, just to wrap it up, I don't feel bad about Bryce Young, but I don't. Early vibes is I don't know if it's going to be like a top, you know, what you expect for a first overall pick quarterback, but very, very early, obviously. <laughs> that them of the three of these guys, he is on the team that like some people were like they yeah. could win the NFC South. Yeah, and that's not to say like Bryce is bad. I think we just got ahead of ourselves. Probably because you're right. The weapons aren't very good in Carolina. No, they <laughs> like Terrace Marshall has done nothing in his career, and he's kind of like the the main it looked like he was the main guy week one so let's talk about some uh good playmakers yeah i mean let's jump to offensive rookie of the week yeah um all of those rookie by the way it's fun that the rookie quarterbacks all have rookie wide receivers um but i'm going with a wide receiver who has a vet quarterback um was drafted after all of those receivers and that's puka nakua baby the the rams uh against the seahawks Maddie Stafford looked like he was back. Uh, Puka had 10 catches for 119 yards. Um, <laughs> fantastic performance. There, there was a few drops, a couple, t- couple, you know, tougher catches. But man, like the passing game was really going through Puka Nakua, and Tutu kind of came on late. But it felt like when they needed a first down, it was Puka. He was constantly getting open, constantly moving the chains. Uh, really, I, he looked like a vet. It didn't feel like his first game. It was pretty impressive. He was constantly finding the soft spot in the zone. Um, the, he felt like he knew, like, like the Seahawks defense doesn't disguise nothing, you know? Once you know it, which McVay does, like the back of his hand, Stafford does. It felt like he was very much, like, ready for that game. And it was just knew when to get the ball. Like, he knew when Stafford was going to be going to him. Very smart. Very good. Stafford was on his game. Great start. Uh, he didn't score, obviously, but nearly had a touchdown. Where he, he was making some plays after the catch, spun off a tackle. It was pretty impressive. Um, and, like, Maybe the best play he left on the field, well, Stafford left on the field, I thought. Late in the game, the game was over. <laughs> Embarrassing performance. But for the Seahawks, that is. He was open deep. He had like two steps on Woolen. He had like two steps on Woolen, and Stafford put it just too far out. Nukua, he laid out full extension for it, and it kind of just went off his fingertips. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to come down with it. I'm like, oh, here we go with like the <laughs> the best week one rookie performance you know, ever for for a, like a day three wide receiver at least, which I mean, he he's up there. Um, so terrific performance from a guy that like you know there was like there's a bit of excitement, but I don't think anyone expected him to come out week one and uh, put up those type of numbers and look that good. I love how he was like when the Rams took him. Everyone's like, oh, that's a steal. And, yeah, and there's all this buzz and, and there's all this. It's all gonna like he's going to be so good for them. He's their new Robert Woods, and it, it, if. It, I feel like that happens with various rookie receivers who live yeah. with various teams, and it never totally comes to fruition, especially with day three guys, and it feels like it's just like draft Twitter mm-hmm. darling love, but I love that it actually immediately, immediately. happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also going to go with a receiver who had major production in his debut, and that's Zay Flowers of the Baltimore Ravens, who 
Todd Munkin clearly thinks is their best playmaker. <laughs> like, yes, he, he the offense and, and the the Ravens did not look very good overall. Um, they were playing the Texans, so it didn't really matter. Um, but like the offense kind of just ran through Zay. Um, he finished with nine receptions on ten targets and had two carries for nine yards. Um, eighty-seven total yards, five first downs. Like. Five of his receptions were screens, um, so they they must have manufactured six or seven touches for him. Good. And then he had like his best catch came down the sideline on I think it was a slot fade, and Lamar Lamar kind of put it maybe a hair too far, but he fingertip caught it, tracked it up beautifully. Um, he looked just so dynamic with the ball in his hands, kept making guys miss in the open field, like creating yak plays, um, and. I, like Odell didn't catch a pass until like late in the third quarter, I think. Like the offense runs through Zay Flowers. I think Zay Flowers is going to lead all rookies in receptions if Puka Nakua doesn't. <laughs> you know what? Coming into the year, I liked him too. Like I thought he was a legit office rookie of the year contender. It just felt like it just felt like you know topping all the quarterbacks and Bijan would be like tough. Yeah. Um, because it's, I do. It's tough class, but yeah. I I do kind of wish I placed a few. Like I wrote an article about how, uh, the contenders at offensive rookie of the year, um, like the best bets type thing. And Zay, I, I'm with you. Zay was uh, obviously not the first receiver drafted, but he was entering the situation that mo- most lended to him putting up rookie of the year type numbers. And I think yeah, it was just the hurdle of this quarterback class and Bijan Robinson existing that. It was like, oh, I would like to place a future on this. It would pay out really well, but there's just no way. He'll be there, but it, yeah, it's just too much. Yeah, but like he'll be the the first team all rookie number one receiver, but he's not going to beat those guys for rookie of the year. But I mean, if Todd Munkin mm-hmm. is giving him eleven touches a game, <laughs> yeah. like the, the, he has like is almost as many touches as Bichon. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Um, I will say though, like it felt like. I don't know, a lot of people, maybe at different points in the summer, were kind of stacking Zay last in that, that you know, four yeah. first-round receiver group, right? right. It was, 100%. Everyone was on JSN, you know, and he had yeah. a great summer. We'll talk about him a bit more later. Um, you know, Quinton Johnson with that passing attack, the, you know, the big play guy, you know, that there was all that. And then everyone was like Addison, too, who's been phenomenal to start. Obviously, we're recording after already one game played week two, so we saw that one already. It's been great. But it, it, I, to me, it feels like Zay was always in the best spot. But I think I think some people are just kind of shut off because the Ravens are the Ravens and they never can have good yeah. receiver play, right? Well, but, but Zay is everything Hollywood Brown was and more. Absolutely, like, yeah. Catch. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably better with the ball in his hands purely too. Yeah, you know, I think so, yeah. uh, and he tracks the ball better. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it it makes sense that Zay Flowers, like, unless you were super high on Odell Beckham, yeah, like. Odell and Rashad Bateman both have big injury histories. Yeah. Versus the the other three receivers were stepping into rooms where there's clearly a wide receiver one, uh, and in two of the cases, clearly a wide receiver two. And I, I will say though, week one was no Mark Andrews, right? So like that is probably yeah, their real sure. their real their real wide receiver one. So that's also a detractor. We'll, we'll see. Should be coming back this week. Probably not a hundred percent. You know. But yeah, gonna be interesting to see when he, um, when Andrews is healthy in the field with him too. Who's your defense rookie of the week? I gotta give it to Brian Branch. I gotta give it to Brian Branch for that. I didn't. I, <laughs> I didn't have no, like a I, I, big I old had stud. an obvious one, so it's fair. Yeah, I didn't have a big old stud. But yeah, I thought I thought Brian Branch. Obviously that that one play he made, the the interception off of. <laughs> I wish he was a rookie because he'd be the choice for worse everything. Uh, Kadarius Tony's hands, right? Just easy off his hands, deflection. Great job, though, Branch, to adjust to that ball. One-handed, reels it in, 50 yards, brings it in, touchdown. Um, they don't win without that play, period, right? Um, he, he also just felt really, like, I think you felt him on the field. Um, with a fellow rookie, I think Rasheed Rice kind of had a, had one drop or it was kind of, Branch was there and he kind of just felt him. I think he only gave up, like, one catch in, in on three targets. Um he made a couple tackles, made a couple good plays defensively. Just felt really good. I mean, again, I can, we could talk more Lions rookies in a bit, but just that highlight reel it gets gets him the nod for my defensive rookie of the week. That's very fair. Um, all the Lions rookies 
more on them in a bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I had the obvious choice of Jalen Carter, who immediately, yeah. unlike Jordan Davis last season, immediately was playing a ton of snaps for the Eagles. Um, played 50% of the snaps. And again, we're recording this after Thursday Night Football, so we know he played well again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in week one against the Patriots, 50% of the snaps finished with eight pressures, had a sack, was beating up on fellow rookie guards, City Sow and Antonio Maffi. Um, It was just the the combination of his pass rush bag on top of like that natural like kind of Quinn and Williams-esque wiggle and then the mm-hmm. um, and then the like that short area quickness to shoot gaps and beat guys to the outside shoulder, like he, he's just a wrecking ball of hell. Um, I think he, I think he was obviously one of the main defense rookie of the year options going into the year, but I I, I think at the same time there's a lot of questions. Well, how much is he really going to yeah. play? Just again based on what we saw with Jordan Davis last year, um, but. It's a little different because Javon Hargrave's gone. He's kind of stepping into that role, mm-hmm. and it, it with his the difference in style from him and Jordan Davis. And who Jordan Davis looked really good too um, in year two, but the differing style of what Jalen Carter brings on pass rush downs, which is always going to be more important for total snaps played and in the defensive rookie of the year race. And like he looks like a future All Pro already. Honestly, he looks like the second coming of Fletcher Cox. Can I can I quickly just fan gripe for a second here? Sure. It really hurt watching you know this hapless Seahawks defense without Witherspoon on the field too. Gonna come back week two, but Witherspoon not out there. The pass rush cannot do anything, and then seeing what Jalen Carter did that 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 stung. That stung, Rob. It's gonna sting, I yeah, think. I, I don't think you're the only fan base feeling no, that right now. No, I think we had a couple of quotes about like looking at Bijan, who was like great. I think we had a Falcons fan, you know, um, <laughs> but just ugh, yeah. I, uh, there's Bears fans too. Uh, a lot going on there. Love to see uh, it though. Like like obviously the most tumultuous, you know, lead up to the draft. I I need to say I know uh, you were too busy uh, watching America's Sport last night pastime. Blue Jays, Red Sox. Uh, the broadcast handled Jalen Carter really weirdly last night. Mm, yeah, I missed the broadcast last night. Al, well, Al Michaels and, and Kirk Herbstreit, I don't want to listen to them anymore. No, I'll just no. That. But I was just going to say, happy for him to put it together. Like, I, all, all that being said, I, I think the Eagles are the perfect landing spot. We've said that many times. Oh, but absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah. And by all accounts, he's been great, and it, I'm sure it's helpful to have all the Georgia Bulldogs there. Yeah, the dogs north, yeah. Um, going to worst rookie, I didn't have like a blatantly bad performance, uh, but uh, I I went with Anton Harrison, the Jaguars rookie right tackle, first round pick, who I thought really struggled at times against Quiddy Pay uh, and the Colts pass rush. The Trevor Lawrence was under fire a lot. Um, the offensive line as a whole kind of got beat up on mm-hmm. by DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, Quiddy Pay. Um, Anton Harrison, like, it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, he's not going to be good. It was – he just didn't look quite ready, especially, like, you know how explosive and powerful Quiddy Pay is when he's healthy. Yeah. Like, Quiddy, the Quiddy Pay speed to power bull rush was just really getting Anton Harrison off balance. Uh, he was also making the switch from left to right tackle. He played left tackle at Oklahoma. He just kind of looked out of position for a lot of the game and kind of um, wasn't playing with a great anchor, great balance. Um he looked better in the run game, but yeah, I, I didn't have a clear worst rookie, and he was kind of. I thought he had the most hiccups of my rookies. I, I copped out. I didn't put a worst rookie. I, I didn't have a, like a really bad performance, and it's like week one. A lot of rookies All played, rookies and a lot of rookies good. played well. A lot of rookies played well. Bryce I mean, Young's the worst rookie. Honestly, Bryce Young was the worst rookie I saw. I think honestly, I had like a uh, you know not ready to play type of guy that maybe could be in the mix here, but he wasn't even that bad. Um, yeah, I was gonna. He's he's an offensive lineman too, but I was gonna say like. I saw a lot of rookie offensive linemen, and they all looked pretty damn good. Like like Chandler Zavala was starting in front in front uh, of Bryce Young. I heard good. I heard good things. About Thought he looked him. good. Thought he looked good. Yeah, not not amazing, but damn good. I I, th- I think one of the biggest shocks were the amount of rookie offensive linemen starting, yeah. especially when I tuned into the Patriots Eagles game, and I've got both the rookie guards starting. Yeah. <laughs> and I was ready for some of them to be bad. Like I'm not going to talk Skronsky. I thought Skronsky looked pretty good. Like yeah, you expect I heard he that. Was really good. 
You expect that, but I'm just saying. Like I yeah, I heard Big Steve Avila was pretty damn good too. Oh, I was gonna mention Avila. Yeah, he was really good. I yeah, there was. It's like a lot of starting offensive linemen. A lot of starting offensive linemen. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't gonna mention Torrance. I thought he was up and down, but yeah, he, not bad. He, he wasn't horrible, especially um, you know with the, the task in front of him. Yeah. My start the rooks and offensive linemen because one team's stupid and didn't start theirs. But Love it. But yeah, I think I'm Harrison. Star. Sorry, I was oh. just gonna say I think Harrison's a good pick because first round pick, and that that pick felt very much like we are drafting you because we need you, right? Like yeah. so, I, that's a good yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah, because Cam Robinson suspended, Walker Little's playing left, Anton Harrison's playing right. Um, and again, yeah, not horrible. Just like Quiddy Pay got him a couple times. Quiddy Pay looked really good too. It's good. I, that's what I like to hear, baby. Uh, primetime star, I went with the uh, quartet of Lions rookies against the Chiefs Thursday Night Football. First game of the season. You already mentioned Brian Branch, the pick six. Jameer Gibbs I, uh, finished with nine touches, 60 yards, picked up three first downs. Um, didn't hit my over on the receiving yards prop because the Lions just decided Stopped. not to throw him the ball in the second half. Uh, they didn't give him enough touches. That's a fact, but they won, so whatever. Uh, Sam Laporta caught all five of his targets for 39 yards, two first downs. Looked really good blocking as well. And uh, even Jack Campbell came in, and, and he had that sick pass breakup. Yeah, I was I was going to do the rest of the TNF rookies kind of as a whole as my rookie. I have more rookies in Flash, but I like to kind of just give it a nice tight bottle there. Yeah, like I thought they all looked pretty darn good, and uh, I'll save the, the Chief for later, but... Gibbs, yeah. like, yeah, like, like he would have had that touchdown if he didn't slip too. I was very sure about the hat. Um, he had that nice one where he just kind of kept his feet churning and slip, broke yeah, through all that contact. He had, he, he had two like that. I think one in the first half and one in the second half on both, yeah. both times down the sideline. Yeah. It was just like his contact balance was Alvin Kamara-esque. Yeah, and yeah, definitely was. And Laporta, I just thought, like you said, super consistent. Was surprised how much they split him out wide. Yeah, that was fun. It was it, good. It, I liked it. it. It feels like they understand that they lack, um, outside of Amon Ross and Brown, like true blue playmaking it, receivers with Jameson Williams out. And so it feels like Laporta and Gibbs are going to have, hopefully mm-hmm. Gibbs more so, but like Laporta instantly catching five passes. Like that and was pretty impressive. It felt a lot. It was, they were in empty and they had Amon Ra in the slot with, with, with um, Laporta outside of him. Yeah. I'm like, that feels like that's just a, that's just smart design. You know, Ben Johnson's clearly a good OC. And yeah, like you said, had that one really nice block um, to, to spring the touchdown too. And yeah, Campbell made the one play that he made. So uh, yeah, no, I, I think they were really good. And I'll touch on the, the, the Chiefs later, but the, the Lions are the highlight there. Um, and look, my primetime stars gotta be, gotta be Xavier Gibson, baby. Put in, put in the team on his back, sixty-five yard. Yeah, I know. Sixty-five. I had a couple of the UDFAs. So. Sixty-five yard punt return touchdown. Uh, was the first walk-off punt return touchdown in in years. Um, that 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 oh, you know, MetLife was like, I've never heard it that loud. You know, walking into that game with all the hype of a Rogers, and it just felt like all the airs out of the building. And then the Jets kept hanging around, and you know, the Bills they're winning. The Bills get to OT, and then that. It was just an amazing way. It's, it, to me, I, I, I'm not, to me that play like makes me not want to write off the Jets at all. Not that I was going to, but just that's like you know this could be a hell of just a gritty fucking year for the Jets. And uh, just what a play! Obviously, I watch I watched Hard Knocks earlier in the day on Monday, the last episode, seeing him you know make the team in that moment. Um, just what a special play! It was awesome and. Uh, I, hey, I'm ready to see him get, get him some touches on offense. Never mind, right? Like get him and in there. Jason Brownlee. And Brownlee, yeah, I'd like to see some more Brownlee too. Yeah. Um, for underwhelming performance, <laughs> I'll stay in. Uh, do they call New York Gotham City or the yeah, Big Apple? Both. To me, Gotham City's Pittsburgh because that's where the, they filmed they, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, so something to keep in mind. Anyway, <laughs> uh, my underwhelming performance is John Michael Schmitz against the Cowboys yeah. on uh, Sunday Night Football. Um, that was Sunday, right? Yeah, it was Sunday. Okay, I'm mixing up all my days. Uh, he had the botched snap. Yeah, where all the Giants' offense just looked completely out of it. Um, I thought c- kind of lost at, at times. Um, when they when the Cowboys were bringing pressure. Yeah. Um, it it was just a tough night for the Giants' offensive line overall. <laughs> Evan Neal also didn't look good again. No. Um, fuck. 
But yeah, I, I feel like John Michael Schmidt's high floor guy who we kind of expect to, to step in and immediately just be fine. And yeah. Not that he, it, was, it wasn't a bad performance, but he didn't live up to, I think, what we were expecting. Yeah, I, I kind of put the Giants rookies in my needs to step it up. <clears throat> but him is the highlight. I'll talk on the other ones later. But yeah, that bad snap was huge. It was in the red zone. It was the first drive of the game. The, the, the they, they end up getting the fucking punt blocked right after that too. So... Yeah, that just um, that felt like it set the tone almost. It, it just <laughs> it really did, and then obviously lost forty to nothing. No, I think that's a very very fair pick. Uh, I'm going to give you two, and it's it's two of the uh, quartet of uh, first round rookie wide receivers. I'm going to start with JSN. Tough to knock him here. Obviously, the huge caveat is him. He's just playing in the in the game week one is amazing. Coming back from a broken bone in his wrist like what, three weeks ago, insane, crazy. But just underwhelming in the terms of all the hype all summer. And it was three catches for 13 yards on a hapless Seahawks offense. Um, an embarrassing performance. I already mentioned that, especially that second half. But, yeah, like ha- had a really bad drop on a third down. Uh, his three grabs were just like, – like, like, I think D. Askridge has had those three grabs before. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Just really, really unexciting. And, again, broken bone. Just to be back in that game is amazing. Which is not exciting. And um, the other one I'm going to go to is Quentin Johnston from the Chargers. Two grabs, nine yards, uh, played 22 steps, only had three targets. There was just not much going on for Johnston in that in that shootout. The game of the week, easily, too, um, in, in L.A. Um, and then the one miss was a deeper target. The ball wasn't great, but the, there was safety help over the top. It was kind of just like a nothing nothing throw. Um, just really not, mu- not much to write home about there. Yeah. The, the Seahawks could have had Zay Flowers and the Chargers could have had Jordan Addison. There, exactly. A great way to wrap that up, Rob. The Seahawks could have Puka Nakua. <laughs> if, look, if the Seahawks had Puka Nakua, they would have won that game, but only because they would have had him on the bench and uh, the Rams wouldn't have had him, maybe. What if the Seahawks <laughs> had Jalen Carter and Puka Nakua? Super Bowl. Um, looks like I hit. Hey, Jay, bear with me. The only good thing to come out of the Steelers game. Proctor Jones? No. Fuck. He doesn't see the field. What are you talking about? Oh, no. Uh, um, Keanu Benton's really good. Oh, yeah. And it was instant. And he played 43% of the snaps. And he was lining nose up on the center. uh, Just like true nose tackle. And looking like Javon Hargrave before he left. And... The heavy hands, the club swim, like, so active in the run game. And, like, I know the 49ers bludgeoned the Steelers to death. And, like, Cam Hayward is out yeah. forever. And we barely even got to see him and Benton together. And it sucks. But Alan Robinson led the team receptions. So <laughs> pretty sick. Or yards, I should say. Um, but o- overall, like, yeah, Keanu Benton look real deal. Uh, the classic day two Steelers defensive lineman going to be very good. Um him and TJ Water, the only thing I have mm-hmm. left, mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just so happy. Anyway, who's your looks like? I'll this? give you one. I'll give you someone that's going to make you happy. I think um, it came out of sadness. It came out of tragedy. Jack Conlon uh, got very hurt early in the game, and then in steps big old Dewan Jones, baby. Those are th- the enemy. Why would this make me happy? Oh, Buckeye! Come on, come on. Uh, Thirty-nine on my big board. They took him one eleven. Uh, he's looking like a hit. He's looking like a hit. Stepped in. I feel like he didn't miss a damn beat. Um, wasn't some dominant performance, but you know, for a guy that's getting tossed in er- early in the game, but you know, in his first game, he was really good. Um, that massive wingspan was showing up. Just doing. It. I thought there was a lot of Sam Hubbard on him, and he was doing a good job of stonewalling him, uh, getting movement in the run. Looked looked athletic. I thought was moving well. Made some blocks out wide for you know a man that's six seven three hundred eighty pounds. That was impressive. Uh, you know, there's some learning curve stuff. Like, I feel like the eyes weren't perfect yet. The feet weren't great in pass real consistently. But a, a great performance, I thought. And, and a big win for the Browns in the rain. Um, and quick, I, I got to do two more. Um, look, I just had to mention Bijan. I feel like I couldn't not mention him, have, me having his game. I, quickly, though, he looked like Bijan. I don't know what's more to say. 10, 10 carries, 56 yards, looked good in the passing game. Had that awesome touchdown where, you know, he was motioning in the slot. They hit him quick. Just instantly made that guy miss. Split two defenders. Ridiculous. I like what they're I like what they're doing. I'm going to touch on another um, Falcons offensive rookie here, too. But, like, I really like what they're doing. You know, he was in the slot. He, they're motioning him around. 
you know, Algier looks fine, solid, and I, I think Bichon looked amazing. I thought he, I thought he really, really looked good. And I think part of that reason that he looks so damn good, well, he's Bichon, but also Matthew Bergeron. I thought he looked fantastic. I thought he looked so good. Looked as advertised to me in the run game. Uh, what a perfect fit for this Falcons offense. I, I thought you could feel his presence first snapped. Look, look, opening big holes uh, multiple times for Bichon. Uh, and I thought pass protection looked pretty damn solid too. So I wanted to <laughs> really Bichon was just my segue to Matthew Bergeron, baby. I thought I thought he looked fantastic. Um, speaking of looking fantastic, what about the opposite of that? As you go, it looks like a miss. Uh, I'm going to go with, and again, it's so early, it's not really a miss, but I, I do think there was a lot of hype um, over over the summer about what Tank Bigsby was going to bring to the Jaguars. Could he take Travis Etienne's job? Um, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And he ended up with seven carries for 13 yards. Didn't look very dynamic. Uh, average under two per carry. It, it was just like a lot of running into the line and falling forward for a yard or two. Um, he also got called in an illegal formation penalty, and then on the DeForest Buckner fumble return touchdown, he like didn't know what was going on, and just like watched Buckner scoop it up and run him for a touchdown, which obviously left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. He did come back and score an easy goal line touchdown where he was uh, vultured vultured it from Travis Etienne. Um, but yeah, overall, I think people just got really ahead of themselves, and yeah. it, there, there feels like there's some like anti-Travis Etienne propaganda, and that was part of like the Tank Bigsby stuff. People like just don't like Travis Etienne. Do you think it's because um, like he hasn't lived up to his own hype or something? Like, I, no, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm like just he's saying a fine him. running back. Yeah. Um. I. I yeah. I don't know. Hey, but. And I, I like taking Piggy a lot, but I, I didn't think he would just like instantly take his job. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it was a it was a tough tough day for Tank. Definitely, uh, I'm gonna spin mine into a positive light. A miss for me, but good start for uh, Chiefs rookie Rasheed Rice. That's a good one. Yeah, it wasn't a huge performance. You know, three catches, twenty nine yards, touchdown. Um, had that drop early, like I said, Branch was kind of on him, but followed up right away with that touchdown. Mahomes had lots of time to throw, you know, just the one-yard line. Rice kind of just did a really good job of finding the soft spot, kind of cut it off and sat there. Um, had a good catch and run, like, I think, in, at, towards the end of the first half. <clears throat> it did, And on that play, just did a really good job. Like, Mahomes was scrambling a bit and just instantly knew to, to match him. Uh, found the spot, ran for the first. Uh, another quick little hitter. Like, it wasn't, wasn't anything special, but... On a night where Kadarius Tony was awful, Sky Moore was pretty darn bad. He looked like the and Kelsey was out. Obviously, he looked like the most competent. I mean, MVS was not bad, but he looked like the most competent wide receiver on the team. Yeah, he like it seems like Mahomes at least trusts him, which is a lot right now. Be said for a lot of these other guys. Uh, Yeah, I'm interested to see kind of coming off this game what it looks like. Because yeah, I think MVS is locked into being their ex receiver, and a healthy Travis Kelsey is their ultimate weapon obviously but finding that third consistent mm-hmm. pass catcher um it looks like it, we all thought it was going to be sky well some people thought it was gonna be justin ross some people thought it was gonna be kid Arias, Tony, and some thought it'd be sky more but it, it right now it looks like it's gonna be rasheed rice agreed and unfortunately for the other three guys you mentioned uh justin watson's the four no matter what that's locked in um but yeah i think the yeah. the, the most Interesting play, I thought, was that you know when they did the silly little Blake Bell under center on the on the I think it was was it a third or fourth in short, and they did the end around to Rice. I I thought that was an awful play call, but if and I don't think Rice is that type of guy, but I think it says a lot that they gave that ball to Rice, right? So yeah, going forward to see what his role is exactly and how much it can expand, impressive. And yeah, I wasn't too high on him, so that's a miss for me early. Needs to step it up. I went with Darnell Wright. Um... <laughs> for the bears who it's hard to put it like like part of it was on justin fields justin fields taking like holding the ball forever justin fields um taking really long slow drops uh but i thought darnell wright looked kind of overmatched against the athleticism of the packers pass rush um he also got called on a false start uh i i think there was some belief that he was going to come in and instantly kind of give the the bears their attitude on the offensive line i mm-hmm. I, I felt like he he just kind of looked slow at times in his stance played really high at times um and just looked kind of overmatched in space at times not a, not a horrible game but he uh 
certainly need to step it up. Yeah, yeah. I think it's tough for a rookie to be a tone setter sometimes, right? And I think it just takes some time. Um, might need to step up with the Giants rookies. Uh, obviously, they, went, they lost 40 to nothing. So that was highlighted by JMS. We talked about him already. But just I, I know like the Cowboys' offense wasn't spectacular or anything, but Trey Hawkins and Deontay Banks being their starting corners week one is crazy. I, I didn't think Banks was awful, but, again, we didn't see too much. I, I had a solid PBU. They, I think they get, gave him too much credit. Kind of came off his man and kind of disrupted the pass. But they also had the legal contact later in the game. Hawkins had that had that bad deep pass interference, I thought. Like, didn't give up too many plays, but like it just felt like CeeDee Lamb was kind of running on him. It, it did feel like if this was a game where the Cowboys had to throw, they could have had it a lot more. I think Banks will be fine. I think Hawkins might might that might be some some learning curves there. And one more guy, uh, Jalen had had that awful drop, so I had to throw him in there too, because I just thought it was it was just such an ugly start for the Giants as a whole. But nah, the rookies too. Um, going to not ready to play. I will go with one of the two Patriots rookie guards, Antonio <laughs> Maffi, uh, who got called on a hold. He was the one Jalen Carter was getting after the most. Um, it. I, I think it was fair to assume he wouldn't play and was not ready to yeah. play. And obviously, out of necessity, the Patriots played two day three rookie guards. And, and overall, the Patriots moved the ball a lot better than I was expecting, given the circumstances. Moffy um, had had some solid uh, solid moments, but overall, I, I think it was a net negative day for him. Just, yeah, kind of uh, hand positioning was all didn't look great, and he was missing blocks in space. And yeah, Jalen Carter getting after him. Yeah, I figured one of those. But yeah, they like it was because the injury's late too. You know, they kind of get tossed in. So um, my guy, similar story, um, not quite the same. But I'm going with a rookie guard and Cody Mock. It, it, it didn't have a it didn't have a great. It wasn't a great game at all, but it wasn't disastrous. Um, but you know what? He also literally wasn't ready to play because he's struggling with back spasms, and he still is. And they threw him in. They had to start him, and it just that's felt odd to me that you know this is a team not far removed from a super bowl and you got to do that but anyways uh, it didn't it wasn't awful i don't think it was awful it just wasn't great he, the team didn't run the ball well and that's what you brought him in to do right you brought him in to be, to be a threat in the run game didn't look like that wasn't fully healthy so kind of just a weird spot for mock and it kind of a, i mean it could have been a lot worse so maybe a promising debut but just just a weird weird spot for him to be uh to be ready to go my best day three rookie probably would have been my offensive rookie of the week had Zay Flowers not gone off. Uh, and that's Roshan Johnson. He was like the lone bright spot for the Bears offense. Um, six catches for 35 yards, like their pass catching back. Five carries for 30 yards and a score. I'm sure you saw him truck stick a defender to death, AJ. Uh, I did. Which was like one of the most physical carries of the week, if not the most physical carry. He averaged 2.2 after contact, picked up four first downs. Overall, yeah, 11 touches, 65 yards, like heck of a performance from him. And it felt like he, yeah, he was a day three rookie who, when the Bears took him, people were like, oh, he could he could really do mm-hmm. something there. And it, it looks like he will. He, As the game went on, he got more touches. He was their most effective back. And I think as the season goes on, he will slowly um, – Maybe not be like the true bell cow running back, but be one of the most used rookie running backs. Yeah, I like that. That's a, love to hear that one. Um, yeah, my, my best day three rookie. Look, it was Puka Nakua, and then there's probably Dewan Jones. But how about, how about after them? I just wanted to highlight Trey Palmer, who had a touchdown, uh, two catches, eight yards, touchdown. It wasn't anything great, but just just was on a little connection with with Baker in the red zone. Uh, found a soft spot. I've said I feel like I've said that a lot, but. Rookie's finding softballs very well this week and just uh, brought it in. Nothing to, to get, like, super excited about, but, you know, a guy that had a really, really strong summer and preseason and to get a touchdown in his first game like that, I feel like it's just a great way to start the, start the season. Um, You're going to have to keep going because for best UGFA rookie, I had just had Xavier Gibson. I didn't have very many UGFA rookies. I got a couple. I got a couple. Um, first, really, my out-of-nowhere rook and everything – Christian Izian, also staying for the Bucks, baby. Yeah. Was playing a ton. And like I was shocked by it. Had a great 
uh, interception on the goal line, and then you know got got lit up by Justin Jefferson. But I don't care; it was sick. Um, like he was looking really good in in coverage. I think he had like five targets and didn't give up much. Uh, they're moving him around like nickel, kind of like outside. I was shocked by how much they're using him and how well he's playing in his first career game. Out of nowhere, did have a pass interference on a third down and goal, but UDFA, who cares? He played so well. And um, on the other side of the field, Ivan Pace. He, he wasn't flashy, but he was really good. He was really good. He was yeah. as advertised in the summer. Uh, eight tackles was kind of just just looked really damn good. And um, yeah, he, I, he he played a lot on Thursday Night Football too. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, that's that's a guy who should have been drafted. That's a guy who definitely should have been drafted. I think nobody understands why he wasn't. No. Um, all right, I'll rattle off a couple of rookies who flashed. Jaden Reed and Luke Musgrave, who the Packers obviously know Christian Watson, and the Packers and it, it don't care that these guys are rookies and lean to do it. Jaden Reed had two big first down catches and a 35-yard punt return. Uh, Luke Musgrave finished with 50 yards. He should have had a touchdown. He fell down. Like mm. so, Jordan Love had this sick play action pass where he fumbled, picked it up, and then threw a bomb to a wide open Luke Musgrave who like leaked to get so wide open. But Musgrave tracked it really weird and then like fell down <laughs> catching it because he was like backpedaling. That should have been a touchdown, but it was still great. Whatever. Um, those two I think are go- both going to be like consistent forty to sixty yard guys every week. Um, other side of the ball for the Packers, Carl Brooks. Yeah. Who who came in and had a sack and I mean speaking of not understanding why Evan Pace went undrafted, we didn't understand why Carl Brooks wasn't invited to the combine mm-hmm. and the Packers don't seem to care that they took him in the sixth round. He played thirty nine percent of the snaps against the Bears. Like he's going to be in the rotation. Love that. That's awesome. Um Will Anderson had a phenomenal week. He probably would have been my defensive rookie of the week if Jalen Carter wasn't. Uh, six tackles and sack, two QB hits, played 75% of the snaps against the Ravens. Super explosive. His sack, he just, like, was beat, beating the right tackle to the corner, got held, kept his balance, picked up the sack, drew the hold. Um, he also had uh, a, the pre- other pressures came, like, like D'Amico Ryans was looping him a lot, and he's so good at those. Yeah. Um, and, and he looked really good setting the edge. Um, Kytrell Clark played every snap for the Cardinals against the Commanders. <laughs> Gave That's up three awesome. catches for 23 yards, like pretty good. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, uh, same game, had a TFL, broke up a pass, gave up just two catches, 39 yards. The, the PBU was at the end of the game, sealed the win. And Keon White, who didn't statistically do anything against the Eagles, but was like freaking bullying Jordan Mulata at times. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's 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 saying something. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I wanted to keep mine a little tighter, so I was going with like the other Thursday night football rookies from the first game of the season. We talked on all the Lions. Uh, we touched on Rice already, but like I thought, Felix and Adiki Azama had a couple. I think he credited with a couple of hits on the quarterback. Solid debut. I thought Shamari Connor looked pretty solid too, playing nickel. Condra Coburn had his TFL. I wanted to kind of keep it tighter, but I'll throw more guys in. How about Brian Percy? Um, I think he played about like forty percent of the snaps. Um, Credit with half a sack, but I think it was it was all him. He looked really good. You saw, you know, it's nice preseason. Um, you see that explosiveness, the size. Hopefully, that's a hit for the Saints. Um, I'm just I'm trying to think of guys I didn't write down that I could have easily put down because we talked on all these guys. I don't know. That's enough. Well, we'll move on. <laughs> a lot of rookies this week. I feel like more than yeah. that, right? Yeah, there was. Except for that Saints game, it was like just Percy and a little bit of Ty J Spears and Peter Skaronski. Like that's it. <laughs> All right, my out of nowhere rookie is uh, City Sal, the Patriots guard, God, left, yeah. left guard. He looked pretty good, and I had obviously had Mafia opposite him. Like neither of them played spectacularly. They're dealing with the Eagles' interior, but I thought City Sal looked like like he's going to be a starter at guard for the Patriots, that's, like for real soon. That's very very like, good. Yeah, not not okay. Like Michael and when use a bad example because he like was immediately amazing and way outplayed his draft position from the hop. Um, but like city South, similar, like similar vibes to me. And they went to college within like, I don't know how far campuses are, but like Ypsilanti to Ann Arbor. Yeah. It's right beside each other. Uh, my out of nowhere is a trio of guys and it's not, it's not like they're shockingly out of nowhere, but uh, the, my out of nowhere is the other Rams rookies. And it was just how really great they got off to a start. Um, let's start with Byron Young. I thought he, he looked awesome. 
Uh, obviously, the edge from Tennessee, four tackles, half a sack, two QB hits. Looked really good. Uh, the one play just got chipped by the tight end, ran through Charles Cross. Um, obviously, he wasn't – I don't know if the – that might have been the play he got hurt on. Uh, nearly got to Geno, but kind of just forced him inside. Had another play where he just flushed Geno on a third down, basically, you know, ended the play. He did, you know, he was going against Stone Forsyth and Jake Kerhan for a bit in the in the second half, but – I thought he looked great. Explosive, good get-off. Yeah, I think that's everything they could hope for him in his first game. Uh, Kobe Turner had half a sack, too. Um, beat, beat the guy. I think it was Phil Haynes in there at the time. Just beat him clean. Uh, good play. A couple other tackles. Really promising. And I think probably the top of here is Steve Avila. It looked really good. Um, not that it's out of nowhere, but just really, really solid. He, he, they left him alone in one-on-one. And like I said earlier, the Seahawks had no pass rush. Could have had Jalen Carter. Held up easy. Held up really easy. No sacks for the Seahawks the whole game. Uh, felt like maybe zero pressures as well. Looked good in the run. I think just a really promising performance from four Rams rookies. And just, yeah, I don't know. On the, on a team that, like, you know, the draft didn't look amazing. And, you know, the, the, that roster looks awful. Getting that kind of start is just really, really impressive. Uh, finally, my start the rook is Steelers first round pick Broderick Jones. Who <laughs> yeah, did play in Week One against the 49ers. Uh, the Steelers offensive line as a whole looked really bad, but Dan Moore looked especially bad. Uh, hey, oh by the way, Darnell Washington looked pretty damn good run blocking. Good. Um, and anyway, if the the Steelers don't play Broderick Jones against the Browns on Sunday Night Football, Miles Garrett and Zadari Smith who looked from all accounts, look really good together mm-hmm. uh, in week one, are going to eat Kenny Picked alive. Big Ken will be dead. So he'll be in Miles Garrett's uh, front yard. Grade. Oh, no. My <laughs> um, start of the Rook is uh, two guys that played zero snaps, um, both second-round picks. Uh, first, it's Cam Smith, but it, this is more criticism of the Dolphins. It's like, I just I, I can't I still don't, I still don't get the pick like I don't know your team trying to get over the hype you looked great week one you with your first pick fifty first overall you take a player at a position that you don't appear to be in need right at the time Jalen Ramsey got hurt and then Jalen Ramsey exactly the top player at that position goes down in the summer and then he gets zero snaps Cam Smith that, that is weird like like. And it's not like they're afraid to play rookies. They played Kater Koo all last year. Exactly. So just, I'm not saying, you know, start him outside or wherever in 100% snaps. Just get him on the field a little bit. Just get him on the field. Yeah, and he had moments during the preseason. Dude. I know, really weird. Um, and then uh, another one here, <laughs> a little, it was a 40th pick, I think. Uh, Isaiah Foskey was a straight-up healthy scratch. Really? Which, uh, yeah, I, did, I like. Weird. I saw he was inactive. I searched. I didn't see an injury. Healthy scratch okay. apparently. Uh, Payton Turner went down obviously, so I don't think yeah. he's going to be this week. Brissy um, looked pretty pretty flashy. That fucking weird. Just get him involved. Let's just see some snaps. Two guys like, why'd you take him in the second round if you're not going to let like let us see him? That's it. Well, I can't wait to talk. I'll hopefully, CJ Stroud plays uh, in week two. Yeah, it's questionable. Um, but can't wait to talk more. Texans Colts quarterback play and um, maybe even we'll see uh, some Aiden O'Connell.